0: Welcome to another episode of the Carpe Fide podcast. We have made it to episode 135. Joining me tonight is a special guest host. I don't know about the one. Oh, you're special. Uh, (laughs) The one, the only, Pop Gruber. Pop Gruber, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm doing fine. Happy belated Feliz Navidad, everybody. Oh, man. Got to get Uh, it in here. (laughs) (laughs) My brother Jesse is taking a a short hiatus uh, with with this week. Um, His life is busy. (laughs) <laughs> it's just, Phew. it's a fact. It is very busy. Um, so tonight, I thought I'd have Pops on. We talk about a little bit of a cultural issue, as we often do here on the Carpe day podcast. Um, episode 135 will be in, dedicated to the Cocomelon culture. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> We're talking about a kid show. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about a kid show tonight. That's so funny. that's what everybody needs is a kid show. So, anywho... Uh, for those of you that that don't know, and I don't know how long this podcast will go tonight. <clears throat> I don't know how long we'll be putting the vid- This video is gonna. It maybe it maybe it'll be a short episode. Maybe it's just simple. We just knock it out of the park, or maybe it's more involved. But nonetheless, uh, the show Cocoa Melon uh, was recently in the news uh, because they wanted to shoot themselves in the foot, alienate families, <laughs> just undergird. I don't know what they were doing. It was a mistake. It was clearly a mistake. Um, they have an episode. Um, we'll set it up for you, just so you know. Uh, season one, I believe, episode eight. So they said it maybe seven. It doesn't matter. It's far enough into the Cocoa Melon. Oh, it's not even Cocoa Melon. Just to clarify, it's a spinoff of Cocoa Melon. So uh, Cocoa Melon Lane is the title of the show. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix produced show, which Sure, of course, it's a Netflix produced show. No. I had friends
1: who lived on Melon Avenue. No, I don't. I don't. I think that's on the other side of the tracks, me. I sure I hope.
0: I sure hope it is <laughs> Melon Lane on Netflix. Um, in episode seven slash eight, that is totally unimportant. Um, the point being that you know, you know, if you're a parent, and you're going to put a show on for your kids. You you watch the first one or two episodes. You're like, okay, this is innocuous and safe. Then stick it further down into the episodes, you know, now it's auto-playing on Netflix, thank you for that feature, and uh, now all of a sudden your kid's watching what we're going to talk about today, um, the the setting for what you're about to witness. We're just going to watch what we're going to talk about right, right early so that we can then unpack why it's not just this Cocomelon episode, it's not even just, for me, the message in the song, um, it's the reality that this is the Cocomelon culture that we've adopted. I mean, there's a there's a lot of problems with what you're about to see, a lot of biblical problems for those of us that want to love and honor God and what he has made and what He has made good. Um, apart from just the content you're about to see, it's the fact that we have something that we just sit our children in front of and don't monitor what's going on. That's the Cocomelon culture. Now, in this episode, it's picture day and the small, <laughs> the small child is wondering what he should wear. I said he, should wear. And fortunately, there are two male figures in the, so- <laughs> the song video you're about to see who can uh, help him hmm. with what he might want to wear for picture day at school. Are you ready? I think
1: so. Okay. <laughs> I-, I might need another sip of eggnog.
0: Oh, yeah. No, uh, this is this is a Gruber, Gruber family tradition. This is... Christmas eggnog, which will soon become mm. New Year's eggnog. Can we do it? Yep. Done. Nice. I need this. <laughs> All right. So with the ancient Gruber family recipe for eggnog, ooh, that's good. <laughs> sure is. Um, we are now going to display for you and then discuss the coca melon culture. If I have my technology down, we will, we will get this right. So let's see how we do here. All right. Get ready. Here's the song. We're just going to let it play in, in full here. Thing that we know about you, you love to get up and dance. Yeah. How about you break out those moves for your two biggest fans? You're seeing the child dance. If you're not sure what to choose, think about all the things you like hmm. to do. Just be you. Just be me? Yep. When you're trying to decide, think about all the things you like to do. Just be you. Just be <laughs> me. <Think> that <laughs> No, we'll not listen to it again. <laughs> Once is enough. <laughs> Once I need one more eggnog. On. Once geez. is enough. All right. Now, for those of you listening on the audio, you just heard a song. A song about a child trying to figure out what to wear for picture day. What you didn't hear or didn't see on the audio is that the two gentlemen informing him were his interracial homosexual fathers. So <laughs> clear enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in accurate. other words, yeah, it, I was a, how I it was a would... grown black man and a grown white man <coughs> communicating to a white boy what he could wear. Um, for picture day and they did it through a you know catchy little song <laughs> little little song Um. so many questions arise in just watching the video and if you're listening a great question is what did the black guy have to do with it I mean that was a white kid <laughs> like we all know that that white kid came from white mom and white dad so like the black guy didn't even have anything to do with that kid He's dating this guy. We got the interracial gay couple with the white. It's like a whole situation there, and that's that's just me like looking at it, right? Now I don't even care. We don't have the. I don't have the background for it. I will never find out the background for it. Maybe they adopted this child. They who the uh, interracial gay couple adopted okay. this white boy. I just want to make sure. <laughs> but they're his yeah. biggest fans when he's dancing. So I just want, I just, it just feels there's a lot going on in culture. And I feel like even reading the room, that doesn't feel like the right, the right idea.
1: No, no, there's way more there. You, I would encourage you just to watch it so that you can understand the depth of the depravity of it, that it, it opens up for a lot of questions, you know, um, of parenting of, of what culture accepts, what Christians are willing to tolerate. It's just I I, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it, but oh my goodness.
0: I'm all for adoption. I would never want any of this adoption. You know I'm adopted. This is a problem. Oh yeah, were you adopted?
1: I was adopted into the kingdom of light. Amen. Domain of darkness.
0: Adopted. I was. Sons of the most high, joint heirs with Christ. Just wanted to amazing. Gotta get some sanity in this. Now, apart from this, right? I don't even know. Like maybe 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 like the poor the poor black homosexual partner is in this process and he's like, I didn't want to be here. This is this wasn't my plan at all. I didn't want to have kids. I don't even know. Now they got kids. A kid. <laughs> he, he's a boy. That can dance for them. I don't, Just process that. Process that. It's just, a, it feels, it feels weird. All right. Cocoa melon culture. I don't know if any of this is going to make any sense or if I've already ruined everything and you're just turning off the video. Um, which is fine. <laughs> totally fine. This is a big problem. Um, and I know what you're thinking. It's because it's cause they're trying to subtly slip in trans messaging to children's shows. Sure, yes, that is a problem. That's part of it. That we put our children in front of this crap <laughs> and act like it's okay. Uh, the, here's the dirty little secret. The first six episodes were bad too, okay? I, I don't even know what the ideology they were playing. This is garbage, like, it's bad. It's bad. It's mindless stupidity, and and that's a problem. What I did like, I don't know if you're with me on this. What I did appreciate about Coco Melon's little song and dance routine is it does reveal, like, the ethos of our age, the mm-hmm. the modus operandi, and I have a takeaway from the video itself. Did you have any takeaways as far as I, the, I did, yes. There's, the a, under- lot of, there's a lot uh, of undertones yeah.
1: and there's a lot. There's a backdrop of agenda that's behind it that uh, has a worldview that is, is
0: anti-Christ. Indeed. Namely that the child who's getting ready for picture day is governed completely by their, whatever their internal desire is, their emotional mm-hmm. feelings, their... Geez, like just the moment, really, and and they should wear however they feel because however they feel is how they identify. That whole idea is the pervasive means of Satan that draws us all to sin. Like that is the thing, <laughs> us glorifying ourselves over God is the it's the sin. It's it's the sin problem that's that's the yeah i think that's
1: the basic you know that's that's the basic tenant of what you know what you're saying i think that um you know i don't and and i don't know where i don't know where you're going tonight but i i was kind of thinking of cocoa melon the cocoa melon culture in the christian worldview Mm. that's where i kind of was going because that's where i that's where i shepherd i shepherd in the biblical world of you know biblical worldview um and what does, what does, uh, what does a believer do with a cocoa melon mindset, ethos, agenda, um, you know, uh, and and what's, what is, what does a believer tolerate from the cocoa melon culture? Uh, is is kind of where I was, uh, you know, kind of studying this a little bit. That's where I kind of ended up, you know, not not just. I think we know that the world is is. Juxtaposed against a biblical worldview, we know that I think I think probably every person that would listen to Carpe Fide would understand that there is a different worldview that Carpe Fide, uh, you know, uh, w- wants to purvey, and that's that's based on the scriptures, which is opposite of what the world is. So I'm not surprised that Coco Melon does this, but where my surprise lies, I think, is how believers process this where it's tolerated these type of things that's kind of where I was going in my mind and heart
0: you- yeah no I think that's it because we as the church must stand ardently opposed to this idea and instead of I mean like this is like the like we need we need Cassidy the Cassidy moment in the in into Cocamellon right we need a guy mm-hmm. to lob off the head of the Baphomet. but that's what we need yeah. here like and yeah. we as Christians, we have to, at some point, really identify that we can't partake in this stuff. Like, we can't continue to fund it, watch it, engage it. Um, and 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 that's just with Cocomelon. That doesn't undo the whole culture, though. So even mm-hmm. more than that mm-hmm. is this pervasive idea that we have neglected the idea that we are called to raise up a child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Like, that's the first word is raise like. If Coco Melon is the thing that your kid mindlessly mm-hmm. watches, you've left the raise off, right? Like, f- forget about other stuff. And you're like, oh, well, sometimes I let him watch Coco Melon. You know, right? you'll watch an episode of Coco Melon. It's like, what, 10 minutes? Fine. That's not what I'm talking about. The danger is when we allow these things to be a portion of the raising of our children. It's the same thing with with not knowing what your child's how your child's being educated, mm-hmm. right? Um, as you send them outside of the home, right? Or, or, I mean, that would be the only way you don't know because if you're homeschooling, you should know. I mean, I'm hoping you know if you're homeschooling True. what your child's learning, but you must be engaged fully with this process. You can't you can't allow the raising of your child to fall on on simply a mindless TV show because I can tell you what if the culture has hold of that TV show, these, this is exactly what's going to be in it. And so the thing that's raising your child is not just the TV show. It's all the messaging behind the world. It's this philosophy of just be you, just do you Mm -hmm. just however you feel is the, it's the framework for truth. And, and we know that that extends to not just for you, but it's the framework of truth for anyone who has to interact with you, how you feel governs reality. And, uh, emotional determinism is just a, f- it's, it's a man building their house on quicksand.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you get that, um, you do you. And then on top of that, you have coming down from, from heaven above, God gets you. And now we've just created God in our own image and we're, we're happy with that, you know, but again, um, bi- biblical parenting would not put your child in that coco melon mindset. Um, you know, uh, to To be taught, uh, so so there's a lot of things in here that are just kind of we gotta kind of lasso them and tie them together and say what what does God want a a Christian father and a Christian mother to do with this coco melon mentality? Okay, that things are now sneaking in, and this is not the first first time that this has happened. how many series do we watch and the first the first three episodes are great and all of a sudden there's there's a homosexual relationship in it and we tolerate and we continue watching it. It's the same now but 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 what's at stake is is it's drilled down to our children. there's a there's an innocence there that's now being you know kind of forced into and we as believing you know parents and grandparents, we need to be aware. We need to know and we need to throttle back and we need to stand up and say what's right and what's wrong. And um, I, I just, my, one of my concerns in just shepherding young, young parents is, is what are those core values that are going to guide you through Coco Melon? What's right? How many episodes is a, is a good amount of time to watch? Is that the best thing they could watch if they're going to watch anything? What does it say about your time? with your child if you have to put them in front of a television to occupy some of their time is that what god calls you to do can you give me some biblical
0: references that that would make that okay uh, like it, there's a lot to talk about i guess like i don't want to come down I, what i don't want you to hear is that the that there's a judgment there the key is the word raise right like and raise is not um there are certain objective realities to that word but that doesn't mean um, that that in how much how much TV should a child watch as you're raising them, right? There's no objective value there that says this is right and this is wrong. Um, even if there's like sociological data that you've observed that says X amount is too much. I'm not even getting into that. I, but I'm saying from God's standard, when he says raise a child up in the nurture admonition of the Lord, right? The standard there is the activity of raising them now certainly you can watch things right mm-hmm. you can watch things you can even let your child watch things um, the question is are you participating with it are you engaging with it because that's the activity of raising a child and so what I don't want you to hear is like I, I feel like and this is this is something that bothers me like a mother's like I let my child watch 45 minutes of television today and I'm a horrible mother that's not what I want to set up in you what I want to set up in you is what are they watching? Have you engaged with it? Do you know what it is? Can you also then engage them? That's how suddenly watching something can be raising a child. And this is like absolutely how we watch television in our house. Mm-hmm. There are things that the kids watch with, without us. Usually they're very um, elementary level uh, humor of cartoons. And, and certainly, for the most part, I do end up knowing what's on them all the things that have next level content in them, right? Like an idea or or a philosophy from the world that I would want to engage with, right? And that goes for anything from like watching a Marvel movie. Um, we're now at the point where my, my oldest daughter is able to stay up a little later. So we watch things on television together. We'll watch a whole series. Um, and and there is no, <laughs> there's no series that is without its foibles, right? And it doesn't matter, like, I mean, that's not true. I guess you could go back to like, 50s 60s television you'd be okay right Like you you go watch like leave it to beaver like you'd be okay with that in the 70s but but anything that is modern there's always going to be something you have to talk through wade through fast forward edit and and adjust and and that's that activity is a portion of the raising of the child right so i watching uh with my daughter we we just started watching this series stranger things absolutely things that we have to like fast forward and move Mm -hmm. past um but also simultaneously talk about, like engage with, um, and her answers are phenomenal. She's way ahead of wherever I was when I was fourteen years old as a <laughs> as a human being <laughs> um, in her spiritual maturity and her able to ability to identify uh, lies and truth. Um, but but that activity is part of the raising of my child as we watch something, as we watch entertainment. But why don't we can't the, the Cocomelon culture of placing using something right as a as a substitute for engaging in the raising of our child and everyone's like i would never let cocomelon raise my child i was like but but your actions if you allow them to mindlessly consume you know four hours of cocomelon one they've probably already seen the trans dance and the homosexual fathers which by the way just statistically like we should definitely get something else in there like how many people have interracial homosexual fathers? Like, just genuinely. Is it a large percentage of the population? I would venture it's a very small percentage of the population. How many people have obese parents? I don't see them on Cocomelon as much. Like, where's that at, right? How many have, like, how many have uh, mute parents or, or or deaf parents, right? They, they can't speak. They can't hear. Like, p- parents with handicaps. Like, we don't see that on Cocomelon, but we're going to force feed you. Although I would venture that all of those those differently abled people there are far more likely to have children in the population than the interracial homosexual couple. It, mm-hmm. Like that is clearly force feeding the, the cultural norm on you. And that's a side that's a side note. I didn't want to get too lost in the song. <laughs> but that activity, like that culture that, that mindset even in the song of I do what feels right for me. Like, we as Christians aren't allowed to have that. Like, if you serve Christ, that's not where you live. We've, we live in the I will glorify God over me. Right. And And so that very song, like, the idea of using Cocomelon as a tool of raising your child or allowing them to consume large quantities of any media that you're not involved with is an incredible danger because it's a neglecting of God's glory as he has gifted you the stewardship of a child. They are his, he has gifted them in, you, in stewardship to you, and he has called you to raise them up in the nurtured admonition of him. And so the whole process is basically what that song's saying: Like, just do you, no, don't, don't, don't do that, don't do that. Glorify God, <laughs> right, 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 and
1: and that's where that's where you get the the, the opposing worldviews are, are colliding on this, <clears throat> and I think they're colliding for too many Christian parents that don't think um, biblically through it and the ramifications of it. You know, so uh, just let me ask you this, because um, what we're talking about is you know we're talking about a turn into a, an interview all of a sudden? Uh, no a time investment. I just again. You know, so, so oh, I have the right you, answer. <laughs> you asked me to be here, so oh, this gosh. is what you get. You this leave the door open; anybody walks in. Really what can you say now? By the way, is the door locked? Anyway, <laughs> oh. um, well, we're like, what are we talking about here? Just in, in the in the mindset of letting uh, letting um, something influence our children without our um, God given responsibilities kind of pushing it, like you were saying. You watching, you're watching Stranger Things with with your oldest, mm-hmm. and you know, and you're talking through it. Well, that right. doesn't that doesn't often happen with a little child. You know, you're just starved for time. You're trying to get housework done, or this or I just that. Want, I just want the it mountain just, of dishes. Smaller. Yeah, just you know, like and and, <laughs> oh, so and, and all of a sudden, you know, 45 minutes later, they've watched how many songs on Coca Melon that oh, no. just play over and over and over and over and over and over. And over and over and over their new idea yeah. is that everyone so, is a dad so <laughs> so we're dads. talking about that but we're like so are we also talking about um are we also talking about checking out on our god-given responsibilities and raising our children in other ways too i mean isn't that another discussion that kind of comes in with this like like um as just i don't know school or or, or friendships that take you know, take your children outside of the house for a night or a weekend or, or, you know, something like that, or is, you know, are we talking those things too? I think what we're talking now, I'll let you answer you answer.
0: Yeah, no, I think we are talking about those mm-hmm. things, right? And again, the engagement and the activity of the raising of them, but where I don't, I don't want to, and ins- I don't want to instill blanket observations that are objective in nature whereas I don't want to say like if you ever let your child do a sleepover you're a bad parent you're in sin you have failed but what I would say is if you are not rightly identifying who your children's friends are what they believe who their parents are what they believe what kind of family culture and structure is that then you are allowing your child to be in a spot like one of the things and it always comes back to me like when it comes to friends, I don't know if I'm answering your question here. No, you're, go ahead. All right. <laughs> There's go no ahead. wrong answer here. You can just I talk. Just, go ahead. This is a test. One of the things that I always remember as we've, we've processed and thought about adoption, and we, I believe we would, we would like to adopt at, at, at some point. We've gotten a lot of information. One of the, infor- one of the key components is, is as you're adopting a child, um, if you have biological children, you want them to be um, older. Than the child you're adopting, because this allows in the home structure uh, an avenue where your children are able to be the leaders. They're able to to not feel in any way um, overcome by an outside force that may not share any of your 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 values that you're you're beginning to engage with and teach and instruct. And that's that's wise the same is true when you're letting your child have friends, right? Like the same idea concept is there is true there. Is your child the more mature and stronger person in the relationship? Because if your child is not, and they have a peer that is stronger, what do they believe? Because they will be guiding your child. Your child will be be, being led by them. So, so that's, that's the same process I think when we are thinking about raising uh, children and, and, and being engaged with that activity even as we were talking about extracurriculars, um, um, sports, or hobbies, or friendships, um, those are the key part where you've actually been the engaged parent, so that you can look to God and say, "Yes, I, I, I sought to raise this child, not I managed managed it like a department complex. I, I watch over, right? <laughs> right? I fixed problems where they were." Um, the structure's still standing. That's not. That's not how we raise and raise children. It's a constant activity. It's a full engagement, and it's a, it's an immersive process. It's a glorious, wonderful, hard, difficult, exhausting process. So okay, all right, did I answer that? Yeah, at all? No, I, no, I think you did. <laughs> I think you did. A fair, just
1: fair to Midland, job on that. You know. So I'll try no, I'll to. I'll try to not to throw you any more curveballs. All right.
0: Fair to Midland. I don't think you're allowed to use any antiquated phrases if you can't tell me where they came from. All
1: the Origin old, of Midland? All the old people listening to Carpe Fide know exactly what I'm talking Where about. Where is Midland? And it's peachy keen with them.
0: Isn't that the is that the world that Tolkien made, Midland? I think it was before that, even. Oh, wow. Gee, willikers. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, if we're going to pull apart the ideology of the, the I, I want to say, the unnerving ideology that is behind the progressive sexual revolution, which is exactly what we're talking about when mm. we're when we've got a 30 second song on Melon. again, interracial, homosexual fathers telling their son that he can wear whatever he wants, and he's coming out in a dress and a tutu and whatever else he's coming out in, and a tiara, a tiara. Don't forget the tiara, right? Because he can just be him. How does he feel? What do you feel like? What do you feel like today? What do you feel like in this moment? You feel sad? Maybe you're a cloud today. Maybe you're a rain cloud today. Like the that whole culture and mindset in the song is being like the big idea here, it's being shoveled down your throats. No, no. Down your children's throats while you're not even paying attention, right? While you're not even there to see it. Because I assume that most parents, especially if you're a parent that wants to honor God and loves loves his word, are immediately turning that off and disconnecting your Netflix account because This is, it's grooming. It's grooming on every level, all right? One of, or both of those fathers were, (laughs) one of, or both of those human being, interracial, homosexual fathers, right? Those human beings, one of them, at least, had nothing to do with that child. I can guarantee you, all right? Because dudes don't have eggs, and Mm. that that child was very, very El Blanco. And so I'm telling you that because, That's not their child, but they are certainly instructing that child in the way that they should go. Now, their interactive raising of that child is literally grooming that child into being transgender, whatever it is, because you're you're like, well, they don't know. They can't. They haven't decided yet. They don't get to decide. There's no decision. It is already done. There's XX and XY, and oftentimes when there's issues with those two chromosomes, it's not something that's normative. Rather, it is what we call an abnormality or a mutation. It is literally medical, and and hear me, that's not a judgment. No matter what your chromosomes are, we should love you and care for you, and if you have something that is outside of the normal range there, we should love and care for you in the specific way you need to be loved and cared for. That's what God calls us to do. This is not a judgment. The, the 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 scary judgment comes in when you are choosing sin and telling everyone else they must accept and adopt it because that's what Coca Melon's doing. Coca Melon's telling you, whatever you want to be. You're like, well, what if that child identifies as their biological sex? I'm still telling you, they're being raised as a transsexual person. That's their. That's what they're being raised as, because it's momentary. It's fleeting. It's emotional. The day changes, the mood changes and boom, you've, you've adjusted how you've presented, you've adjusted how you feel, who you are. And none of that matters with your actual biological gender. The whole concept is there. The whole structure is there. So, so Justin, if you were,
1: um, if you were a parent and you didn't know this about this episode or, or this, you know, topic and these themes were in the new Melon. Season, um, and you discovered it um, after you allowed little Billy or Susie to sit down and and watch several episodes, and then you discovered that these things were on it. What what would a biblical response be by a by a parent who truly cares about their child? What what would God call a parent to do in that scenario? Do you think?
0: Well, I would say that God would call you to turn the television off (laughs) immediately and and i would probably say at that point if i was really thinking it through like if that happened um i would hope that i wouldn't have a reaction like you want to pause for a second and take little we'll call it tommy
1: uh it was billy and Susie, but tommy works too we'll take billy Uh, except when Susie thinks she's billy and billy thinks he's tommy's husband that then it doesn't work but anyway boozy
0: and silly yeah there you go <laughs> boozy. Is kind of anyway so I would let's say Billy and Susie I would take them both to the, to the kitchen table I would get them some cookies and milk and we were gonna sit down and have a conversation okay. I want them to have something that they're enjoying I want them to sit down with me I want them to be able to unplug from what they were just experiencing and plug in most of the time kids are watching these things if you see their faces they're glazed over so they're generally speaking they're they're not avidly consuming what they're seeing, but they are certainly subtly consuming it. And children are, they are, they're like silly putty. Like everything sticks to them and they can mirror it. And they don't even need to be fully engaged with it to be able to do that. Um, and that's the scary part. Um, I mean, the target age is like two years old for this show. It doesn't matter. I mean, you got off topic. Yeah.
1: Well, that's okay. I mean, yes, they are sponges that that absorb more than we think they absorb. Absolutely. I, In fact... One of my granddaughters taught me that ungies have nine stomachs. What's an ungie? I didn't know what an ungie was. I still don't know what an ungie is, but it's on some TV show that she watched, and it had nine stomachs, and it was just a line in in a cartoon thing. So yeah. So anyway, um, my point is that, that that they do absorb, and they and, and right. we as we as teachers, they're shepherds that God has given them to us. We need to we need to um, do something when 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 something sinful has entered into their their minds that could influence them, what does God call us to do in that scenario? It's, right. you know so and, and you answered my, it my, well you I know. would
0: not only would I sit down with them, but my instruction to them would then be that I love them enough that I want to tell them the truth I want them I want them to know God's truth about mm-hmm. them, and God's truth is that God made them, and God wasn't confused when He made them. Uh, God knew who He would make them. But, and he but made Billy,
1: Billy says to you, but why can't we watch Cocoa Melon anymore? Oh, we just won't great. watch the bad stuff. What do you do then?
0: That's great. Like,
1: well, like, what's a practical? I'm trying to get this into a practical. Okay, so you're on board. Okay, this isn't a biblical worldview that we want to push down our children's throat. Okay, I get that. And I really need to engage more with our, with our children. I can't just plop them down and let them watch whatever just so I can get stuff done. I do need to engage with them. Um, so what do I do? No more cocoa melon. Uh, is there anything else good out there? Like what, what's the alternative? What, there's a ton. How do we get of, through this?
0: As far as quality media, there's a ton of alternatives that you can turn to for quality media. And if, and if that's something that is helpful to people, um, we can, we can explore that. Like at this point, I would rather your child be put down in front of bluey, which me and Jesse would love to do a separate podcast. on, <laughs> And I mean, literally on like every episode of bluey, we, we love Bluey because the show itself has none of this. Now I can say that because watched every second of it, <laughs> and I've watched it beforehand. So the question here may be: Could you go through and censor Coco Melon? Certainly, but I don't want Coco Melon to have my dollars. I don't want Coco Melon to have my money. Right? I don't have. I don't have a Netflix account. And I'm okay with that. It turns out I, I can, I've can. i still been able to live. Now, hmm. you can't fully divest from any of this. The globalization of money and corporations is too intertwined. And I'm not telling you. Like, if you follow the rabbit trail, you will realize that the only thing you can do is farm your own land in the woods. Go off grid. That's it. No electricity, no nothing. Because everything, right? And even be you better cut your own logs down to build your own house like all of it you'd have but to the thing
1: back. is is if people that go off grid they make these youtube things about how
0: to go off grid and they're not <laughs> off grid so anymore ironic. why how would, would there you do that
1: posting these th- well, i don't get it here's anyway
0: my, here's my video of a stick house i made yeah, in the woods and this. it's like wait a second yes this isn't off grid you're videoing your stick house <laughs> it was a solar camping biodegradable camera anyway Um uh, you can't, I'm not saying you can fully divest, but I'm saying when you can divest, you do, you must. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the key. And then you look for other, like, dear goodness, there are biblical Christians who are probably living right next to you that you're in community with that have already walked through this stuff. Hmm. Like, there's things that they know that might be, hey, this is a great resource for your kids. Hey, this is a horrible resource for your kids. Don't let your kid look at this. <laughs> This is this resource is is glorifying to God. This resource is from Satan. Like there there are so talk to parents, talk together. Honestly, if your pastor is culturally engaged, they should have answers for you on this. Um uh, the the things that I have seen from the Daily Wires Bent Key app also seem very solid and good. You can go there are things on YouTube that you can see, but even then you got to be careful YouTube has ads and stuff like you can watch you can find some classic Hanna-Barbera stuff on YouTube right relatively innocuous you can you can search those things out you if you really want to get clear about it you can do this crazy thing where you buy DVDs and you put them in your DVD player and they'll still play episode after episode of various things right but you govern that you're in control of that there's so many um of platforms that you can subscribe to on the internet that are also very good that have solid content. None of that really addresses the issue though. Can I, can I watch cocomelon? Like at that, at a certain point you have to, you have to address your conscience. You want to get out of the cocomelon culture, right? But even when you allow your child to watch something, you want to know that it's, it's got a fulfilling nature beyond, um, indoctrination of evil certainly like it's got more of a purpose to it it's it's entertainment it's engaging and it's fun but it's not satanic like it's not evil it's not immoral it's so in doing with that desire as you pull out of that culture you're going to want to naturally engage with the raising of your child and engage with the content that you're doing like it's a it's a it's both it's not an either or right I'm not just gonna look for something that I'm gonna put them down in front of for five hours that's better I'm going to automatically say I need to engage with the content here, engage with the culture, engage with what I'm seeing, engage with what I'm hearing. I want to engage them in what they're seeing and hearing. It, it, it's yeah. going to flow naturally. It's it's definitely more work, like 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: So this is about interaction and engagement as a parent. Right. Right. That's the backdrop in the principle that the stage of growing your children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord right, has the backdrop of of time, of engagement, of awareness, right? Of uh of the wherewithal of what your children are absorbing from all avenues of life. Right. Be it friends, school, be it uh you be it your grown up friends and right their family, if they're a sponge and they're taking things in, your engagement, that's what we're that that that's kind of what I'm hearing from you as as what God would call us to do. And if right. it's finding an alternative to cocoa melon to help our shepherding go better, then that's that that would be a wise thing to do, right? Hundred percent. Okay, good. So you had mentioned um, uh, Daily Wire and Bent Key, um, and you had mentioned Bluey. Now, as I understand it, there's a little bit of like even in the <laughs> world we were are watching over this Coco Melon episode, there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of uh, edginess on on right wing left wing kind of yeah so how they're viewing this uh this this thing like what so how do we process f- that
0: what what is it what's going it's on a totally different news story uh the new york times released an article uh that was upset with uh the, the ben key app from daily wire uh and their children content as well as bluey um because they have shows that show fun dads <laughs>
1: mm. oh ooh, yeah
0: dads that um are engaged with their children. Um, I mean, and, and on any of these shows, the dads could be doing anything. Like it turns out, you know, as a father, hi, we can, yeah. we can do dishes like, mm-hmm. and still have fun with our kids. And we're going to go, you know, do work in the yard and have fun with our kids. And like, we can do things in the house and still be engaged with our children. And they they acted like it was a fallacy that this fun dad exists. And I'm like, yeah, like, I, and um, I
1: don't, I read, I read a little bit of the of the Times article and I don't know the, the gal who wrote it, but some of this stuff was so like um, foreign to my thinking of what a man, a manly man, not a man-ish man that looks like a man, but not really functions as a man. But a manly man a manly who actually displays man, like, the as, correct
0: characteristics yes, of a Yes,
1: right. And that would be loving and caring and nurturing and engaged and having the time to do it. You know, all those things we just talked about. Um, I was like, man, how what happened to her in her childhood that she would be so bent against a dad doing fun things with their children? And um, again, I couldn't compute that in my head as to how you would get there as that being a bad thing for culture.
0: I'll try to get the link in the in the show notes yeah, for that. Yeah, okay, all um, right. So that you can yeah. know what we're talking about. Yeah. It does seem like there was some sort of hurt um, I think, given the statistical nature of fatherlessness in our culture, possibly there could have been an issue of fatherlessness, or perhaps an issue of of a broken marriage, or could something be. We don't, parents, we, we have don't, no idea. We have no, no idea. idea. Regardless, we we know that coming from a two parent household is one of the key indicators of success in a person's life. Like having a father who is fun and engaged with you. Like, it's a key factor in you, like, not going to prison. <laughs> like, it's, like, a key factor in you finding financial stability. And going um, and going to further education and to,
1: and to being actually a productive person in society that does good instead of Why would we downplay that? So, Even
0: from a humanistic yeah. standpoint, which is just, you know, that's obviously satanic, but, like, from just bent on humanism. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. You are trying to push the culture further into a spiral of decay? Like that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's
1: illogical. Spock would have no, nothing to do with this thought that, that no, really. no. Nope. I said that for Your the reasoning illogical.
0: The trekky fans. Are there trekky fans? Oh, I there don't, or are. Don't take offense. That's, I think I
1: dated myself again.
0: No. They're definitely Trekkie oh. fans. Don't worry. Oh. Um <laughs> Yeah, that, that whole thing really bothers me. M- yeah. Jesse and I really want to do like bearded brothers the bible and bluey like we want to make a like short quick hitting podcast videos about thieves from bluey episodes um and incorporate truth the the overarching truth of god into them um i like that that's how much we like bluey and we when i say we've seen every episode i mean I have access to all of the episodes from both seasons and I'm ready for one well, of the all three seasons. Just I've, speaking all of them. just speaking so of your t-
1: knowledge of Bluey, I have appreciated watching you and Jesse actually watching the episodes with your children it's not like you set them up you you actually are watching them with them you know what the episodes are and you all laugh together at the same funny things and you all appreciate the same things and I find uh, like, that like you know like,
0: makes their episodes so painful for adults to watch so <laughs> they, they drive can sneak the parents this, away. this progressive sexual yes, identity in right like they're they're like oh no parent could possibly sit down and watch 30 seconds of this like it's just painful so we'll sneak in this progressive yeah. sexual identity. Concept mm-hmm. here because no parent has any idea. Right, that it's gonna we're be gonna there. play
1: hickory dickory dock 10 times, and we know the parents are gonna leave the room running and screaming. And my then my we'll brain's sneak in bleeding, bleeding out of, of my head
0: head. ears, <laughs> my eyes are bloodshot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, so anyway, um, right. <laughs> gotcha. Cocomelon Lane is probably used as a torture device in China right yes. now in you the re education camps. Yeah,
1: Cocomelon Avenue is not like that. <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: Was it a nice different. place? Uh, I think so. I think this so. is probably a great place for so. us to just, uh, Pause here and and, uh, and <laughs> I think I think look it's been about forty five minutes probably enough time <laughs> oh I no got no more eggnog. <laughs> I didn't can I we didn't, end the sir can we, didn't we drink can we end the episode now I oh. need more
1: mm.
0: regardless uh, yeah. dear Christian as we end every episode of the Carby Feed uh, podcast uh, again check the show notes out how this episode went leave us a comment uh, find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook leave us leave a comment there. And you can even email us at hello at carpefide.com. Oh, hello at carpefide.com. And while you're at carpefide.com, if you were to go to carpefide.com, you can check out, you know, any of our other episodes. You can check out a few articles that are up there. You can also check out our shop, which has these awesome T-shirts. You can see them. It's a visual medium that we have. Just so happens that I have one on. (laughs) You have one on, too. Um, But we would love to engage with you. So please just jump on, engage with us. Um, That's why we do this. Uh, there is no ads because we don't make money at it. We want to engage in cultural truths here. So one of the things we'd like to do is tear down melon culture. Uh-huh. <laughs> tear it down. Yep. Yep. Just like Cassidy and the Baphomet in Iowa's State capital. Go. we would like to tear down the melon culture. So if, with that being said, we would like to encourage you this day to seize, seize the faith.